welcome to the Everything Theatre podcast, brought to you by Everything Theatre, a theatre review and interview website covering more than just London Fringe Theatre. Each week we'll bring you interviews with some of the best that Fringe Theatre has to offer. We'll talk to theatre makers about new shows, hear about the art of making the plays, talk about some of the wonderful venues you may never have heard of before. In short, we will chat Everything Theatre and what makes it tick. So let's dive straight in and hear what today's episode has to offer. I'm talking to Jackie Wilford. Jackie is from Flamenco Express. Uh, Flamenco Express are a, as the name would suggest, Flamenco Dance um, Theatre Group. Um, and their shows are coming up 25th, 26th of September. So, Jackie, pleasure to speak to you. Um, what, do you want to tell us a little about Flamenco Express and its history first, then? Well, yes. Well, it goes back some time, and it came about because of various coincidences. Um, cheap flights from Spain was the beginning of Ryanair and EasyJet. It sort of was not the start of the internet, but when the internet became a big part of business. So that all of a sudden, the world of theater opened up. Um, you could you know, you know, could email theaters um, as opposed to having to call them and discuss everything. You, it, it just all coincided at once in about 90, 1995. And myself and my guitarist, we met and we had this, big idea of putting a flamenco company together. At the time, there were several um, Spanish people living in London. Um, There was a flamenco singer called Manuel de Malena, who was a gypsy from Jerez. There was a guitarist here from Jerez as well. And there were several singers, there were dancers. And Basically, we and there, a lot of people were the only flamenco you could see really, unless you saw the very big shows, were in restaurants. That's where you saw flamenco. And I never worked in a restaurant. I have no intention of working in a restaurant. <laughs> um, so we thought, well, actually, let's put this. Let's take these this these people, this talent, and our talent, and start a company and tour it as if it was a contemporary dance company or a jazz company band, you know, because you're talking about something that is, although I'm a dancer and therefore think that the dance is the main thing, that's actually not true. Um, You have to have extremely good guitarists and singers and they are as important, if not more important than the dancers. Basically, we put together eight people on stage. We gathered them together and we spent until the economic crash in 2008. We basically spent from 95 to 2008 on the road doing mid-range theatres, places like the Roses in Tewkesbury, the Marlowe in Canterbury, you know, just on the road continuously. Um, yeah, 2008, the crash, that changed the dynamics of everything. 
Um, we couldn't actually afford eight people on stage. Um, Apollo was beginning to really control the theatres a lot. So there were certain conditions that you had to comply with that we couldn't financially manage because we've never had a grant in all this time and I've never applied for one. I've always insisted we worked off our box office receipts. Um, so we cut the company in half and basically started, sort of started again with this and had only four people on stage. And at the time, we, we had the, this idea of just doing pop-up. Um, don't worry about the space. Just don't worry about rehearsals, anything. Just go in and do flamenco in its purest form, which is, it isn't completely improvised, but even to this day, we don't do rehearsals. Okay. We just let it happen on stage. Um, and then we ended up within about 18 months doing smaller venues as in and in places where you might see um, a jazz band or more uh, music we invested in our own floor so we took out we take our floor wherever we go um and we were doing had a really good regular circuit in places like the brunswick in brighton which is quite famous for its music and its comedy um the Bussy Building in Peckham, which became a real hot house of new work. Um, oh, you, but you know, big enough that we could we could handle it, and still we existed on our box office receipts. We were in the middle of doing performing. Um, we were actually on stage on March the sixteenth, and I had my artist from Spain here. And we got home from the gig to find that their flights had been cancelled. Oh, no. And we had about four hours to get them back to Spain on new flights before the Spanish airports closed. And that was the last time we put our shoes on. And my guitarist played on stage and the rest is history. Um, we're having to rethink again. Um in terms of what the future will be like because of Brexit, because between to, to the year 2000, like no, about 2010 to now, um, we'd relied on bringing our, our artists all the time, continually from Spain. Um, and just every month, the three nights, bringing over a dancer and a singer, and then the four of us going off and then two, two or three weeks later, a different singer and a different dancer. So we've we just been doing that since then. But Brexit will have a big, will create all sorts of other oh, chaos. Yeah. Um, haven't quite resolved that, how we're going to quite handle that. Um, but there's always, where there's a will, there's a way. And I will, we will resolve it and we will continue. <laughs> it's just getting our heads around it. In the meantime, for instance, it's September, which will be, the, as I say, the first, our first outing since March the 16th, um, 2020. We're using artists that are actually living here at the moment. Okay. Then in November, we booked to the, the, the Lander again for two nights. 
and going to see if we can get various piece, relevant pieces of paper and bring over people from Spain. Right. Yeah, because you've got, let's say, in a moment, you've got two dates definite, haven't you, lined up, which is 25th, yeah. 26th September. Land or space, is that a, is that a, dance place i mean I've, I've i know the name but i've never been there so i don't know what that's like it's, it's, oh god it goes back years it's a big old one of the big old um pub theaters okay. and a little bit of history i guess it's where when we first started how we um made a name for ourselves is every sunday night we put on a show at the Landau upstairs right. and we'd have flamenco and something else. And we, we ran that for two years every Sunday. It nearly killed us. But it was flamenco and another acoustic um, dance or music form. So we had tap, we had tango, we had African dance so that we could bring in new audiences to see the flamenco that wouldn't necessarily see flamenco, but they'd come in because they wanted to see the African dancers. So they'd come in because they'd see the tap and then they saw flamenco as well. So that's really where we cut our teeth and sort of decided that, um, you know, this, 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 is, this is how we're going to go forward and, this is, and build up a name. So to go back there is, is always quite a treat because it's like, oh, you know, this is this is where it all began all those years ago. Yeah. Um, it's a big space. It's it's used a lot for theatre. Beautiful lighting rig. It's been invested a lot of money's been invested in it. And it's a nice space oh, to go great. back to. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, with these upcoming shows, so people plan to come over, you know, come see you at the end of September. What can yes. we expect now in a show from Flamenco Express? Magic, I hope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have a lovely singer, Jasmine Villalobos. One of the things that we've always tried to maintain is that a sense of real generosity. I, I, I think theatre works because you make, and you make magic and you make magic by being generous and adventurous and so there's this wonderful young dancer she's only 17 and she's been dancing I've known her as a, a sort of since she was about 18 months old and she's been jigging around when she started jigging around but she she studied and for these two shows it's like I would like to I've offered her the night alongside me as a dancer I think it's really important to keep the doors always open and she's around and she's good and she's bright and fresh and young and it's I hope it'll be a real direct contrast with the way I dance um, because in flamenco you uh, there is there is very it's very much about the individual about the individual um, personality so Nobody dances like anybody else. Nobody sings like anybody else. Nobody plays guitar like anybody else. And that's sort of important. It's, again, for English audiences in terms of explanation, it's, it's probably easiest to relate it to jazz because you can have 
two jazz trumpeters play exactly the same solo. But different style. Easy, yeah. You know? Um, and it's really important to us as a company to have this policy of being very open and generous, but also allowing the artists a, a lot of freedom. I don't, I, the only thing I ask is that you enjoy yourself on stage. Um, because then if you enjoy it, the audience will enjoy it. Um, so there should be, in the general sort of makeup of things, there should be four dance, um, four solo dance pieces. I will dance two, and Alba, Alba Heredia will dance two. There'll be guitar solo from Chris Clavo and a singing solo, a cante solo from Jasmine. So it'll be guitar, song, and dance. So, so really, flamenco is. I think I think you've alluded to this a minute ago, but flamenco is a lot more than just a dance than it is, say, the music yeah. and the singing. And yeah, okay. And and the dancers follow the singers. Okay. The guitarist follows the dancers. So it's a circular thing, then almost, isn't it? Wow. Because when you're doing all your footwork, you don't, the singer obviously isn't, you wait till the, finish, the singer is finished singing their verse and then you will do footwork. But while the singer is singing, you follow the speed and the dynamics of the singer. But when the singer stops, you take over and you decide the speed and the length and the dynamics and the rhythmic changes and the guitarist poor soul just follows along <laughs> i mean that's uh, that 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 you know that that's not really quite true but in terms of rhythm that's how it works that's the hierarchy that means that's how you can improvise without disturbing yeah. anybody otherwise it's like who is imp who what's happening here you know it, mm -hmm. it has a very a rhythmic hierarchy i think a lot of people treat dance as a specialist genre of theatre don't they do you think that's good do you think that's wrong do you think we should try and encourage people to accept dance as just another part of main theatre absolutely I knew I wanted to be a dancer when I was four because my parents took me to the London Palladium to see the pantomime I wasn't interested in being in what particularly watching the pantomime and at the time there were big you know it's always big stars I wanted to be one of the Palladium boys and or girls. I didn't care which, but I just wanted to be up there as one of the dancers. And if you're not used to the, if you're you're new to theatre, or a, a, you know, it's not everybody's go-to thing to see to go to the theatre to see pantomime or to go and see a musical or things where dance appear is a very good place to discover your love for it. Whereas it's quite a, I mean, I, I love places like Sadler's Wells, which is just pure dance house. I know that it takes quite a, a shift in people's thought process to go and see a pure dance evening. I think a lot of people sometimes feel like they have to know something as if there's a secret in there. They have to have, and hey, you know, we're just bodies running around on stage yeah. presumably with the music as well you know yeah. it's is is this i mean 
but there's still storytelling within dance, isn't there? I think that's what people miss. And I mean, I, I miss myself. I don't. I've I've been to dance performances, and I I I feel I haven't understood them. But there is storytelling, isn't there? You know, and I've played to flamenco, especially, is an element of storytelling from the performance. There's no stories in flamenco. This is it not? Me. No. Okay. This is this is more to do with things like Lorca's plays being reinterpreted in flamenco, uh, the fire dance, all these things, or the buco. But these are much more classical pieces. Flamenco itself, it's all, again, it's about the singer and it's about rhythm. And the singers, the, the verses of song that the singers sing are often a bit like Japanese haikus. They sort of make sense, but they don't necessarily make sense one after the other. It, it's not like a, a whole poem. So it's, it's the emotion. Just, yes. Uh, it's, uh, the it's emotion about, and the feeling. Yes, okay. absolutely. And that's what drives the rhythm. And that's what motivates the whole dance. And, mm. and I think really the bottom line is there's far too much intellectualizing over dance. People to go and enjoy it and be washed <laughs> over by the the color and the the spectacle. I mean, I it, it, people. The Sadler's World is one of my favorite contemporary choreographers is Mark Morris Company because they're just about the music mm. and his core. I mean, he's an extraordinary choreographer that I think he, if he'd have been trained as a musician, he would have been a musician. As it was, he, he he wanted to be a dancer, and that's. But there is something you almost can see the music on stage, and yes, you can. The pieces always have long program notes and this, that, and the other. But it's like I never read program notes. Flamenco Express never has program notes. Oh right. Just come and be, and and get be absorbed in. What the hell is going on? It's in your face. Do you think there's a problem then that sometimes dance is made out to be almost not elitist, but do you think that some dance maybe scares people off because they, you know, they make it feel as if you should understand it before you go? Absolutely. I mean, I'm a working class kid from Deptford. You know, <laughs> it's I wanted to get off the dole, and there was a college up the road. I, I wanted to be a dancer as a kid. But it was like, it wasn't this wonderful process of going to dance, college, school and all that business. You can do BAs in dance and you can make it very intellectual. I just went for four years to dance. It was that or beats carry on on the dole. I was sort of 17, you know. It was like, oh, wow, yeah, I want to do this. I want a bit of this. Yes, you absolutely can analyse it. There's a, there's a lot of careers based on looking at dance, explaining it, understanding it. But most of all, it's to be, you go to the theatre to have an experience and to be moved. Mm. You can intellectualise on it afterwards. Do you think Strictly Come Dancing has benefited dance theatre, though? Do you think it has brought in a new audience? Yes, I do. I mean, I might not like it because I don't like competition. I don't like the mix of competition and art. I mean, I, you know, that's yeah. just a very... Yeah, I mean, people rave about it and... and I know they do the, the whole tour thing mm. and people go to the theatre and have a, you know, a theatre experience that would never have done so before. And you never know why they're there. They might book up 
they'll take their kid to the nutcracker or suddenly oh see oh yes we went to spain for our holidays they got a flamenco show on we saw that at you know wherever or in the in the town that they were in mm. we'll go to that because it's an access they're... point isn't it i think yes yes i think Absolutely. yeah i see strictly and say we talk about this in theater a lot in the uh, you know, if you go and see one the sort of a mainstream, you know, West End show or something, you hope it's an access point to get people interested in going to see something else and something different. And I suppose Absolutely. with the dance, it's the same, isn't it? Strictly, hopefully, pulls people in to yeah. see, you know, if they're going to see, even they're going to see the mainstream ones and then spread out from there. But from a reviewing point of view, do you think, do you think there's a issue with non-dance people reviewing dance shows? Or do you think that's where we should be going? Oh, I think that's where the critics should be going. Because otherwise it's just this, if it's only dance critics that go, then there's this closed circle that they speak to audiences who, who are already for very familiar with dance. So they speak the language of the the, 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 mm. the educated audience. So you're alienating a game by the language you yeah. use sometimes in writing. Yeah. yeah, no, it shouldn't be just dance critics. You don't have to know anything about dance to go and see. You either like it or you don't like it. You you know you know you people know when something's good or when it's 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 yeah. failing. Miserably. If you come out smiling, you know it's been good. Yeah. You know, and then you come out and don't think, God, I wasted my money there. I mean, and for most people, that that would that's the worst feeling. Um, something I think, say, we haven't actually touched upon um, dance within mainstream theatre, though, because I think, say, before we started recording, we were talking about this, weren't we? We were talking about do do we do we appreciate how much dance is involved in theatre without even realising it? You know, like Western musicals and that. You know, the the amount of dance that we actually see that appreciating it's a dance performance in terms of if it's dance in something else as in like the west end theater uh, musicals or in the operas for instance nothing's more dancey than carmen you know it's a glorious dance performance but it's an opera but if it's to fit in there and you not and it not disturb the flow of the of the the play or the the you know the the work then it's a very good choreographer that's what i'm trying to say yeah you don't notice it there because it's so natural yes exactly it must it shouldn't jump out at you either because it's so good and everything else falls behind it or it's so bad there's this big black hole it should be just part of the whole production that's going on you just be part of the whole enjoyment of it. So Flamenco Express. So you've got two dates coming up. You've got more in the pipeline then, yeah? Yep, in November, 12th and 13th. And plans are foot for next year, yeah? I'm just, it's funny. I was waiting to the bank holiday and it's like, right, here we go. Let's book <laughs> those dates. Let's investigate visas for guest artists. Let's go and get a bank loan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally, I just think it's so important for us to be able to stand on our own two feet because it's grand having grants, but when they disappear, you don't know how to do it. If you've never had it and you've always stood on your own two feet, you but, always know how to make it work. But we're looking, you're looking upwards for next year, though. Hopefully, next oh, year will yeah. be a big year <laughs> to make up for last year. <laughs> yep. And we had a full um, performance schedule for. 2020 we oh. and we're going back to all you know go back to the roses go back 
to um oh so many yeah um, do you cover do you cover i mean so you tour you you get a lot further outside london and we're not just okay. you're not just london based you are really getting around country yeah wherever you give us a job and a stage <laughs> we'll be there you know no um i think we've we've been as far as edinburgh which is yeah that's a fair old trek and we've been we've done dates in the north of spain and we've done ireland the republic oh, really? of ireland and belfast um, and northern ireland but and so i feel like i've had 18 months the company's had 18 months it everybody is so hungry to perform so very hungry that i get emails all the time when are you starting <laughs> when can i come over is there many are there many flamenco dance companies around in the, in england then or are you quite unique yes so so you are and so, so i suppose when people want a bit flamenco they think you're one of the first names that's thought of i hope so <laughs> 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 One of the reasons we named it Flamenco Express is because it's easy to pronounce and it's very easy to remember. If it's a, a Spanish word, people fall over the name. They don't yeah. know how to pronounce it. Of course, yeah. Um, and it, 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 they don't know what it means, <laughs> you know. But if you just say it's Flamenco Express, it sticks. It's instant, isn't it? Well, Express instant. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah, I, I don't, that's interesting. Yeah, so I was... And we, and we make no pretense so that we're not pretending to be a Spanish company. We use Spanish artists mm. and we spend trained, my guitarist and I train, spent a long time in Spain and still return a lot and have very strong connections. But I would, I don't like this business of putting on a funny accent and pretending that we're someone we're not. That's just such a contradiction with what flamenco is anyway. It's so raw and this is who I am. That's quite, it would be very bizarre. Quality. Okay, we'll say just to recap. So we've got 25th, 26th September, Landor Space, which is in Clapham. Brilliant, yeah. Jackie. It's been absolutely fantastic. So, so it's been a pleasure to speak to you. So, and um, good luck with these shows in a few weeks' time. And good luck. Say, so, Jackie, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for your time. It's been lovely to talk to you and say, and uh, good luck in a few weeks' time. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening please check out our website at everything-theatre.co.uk where you can find reviews and past interviews that we've done. And please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes where we'll be talking to more of the amazing people who make theatre the wonderful place it is. This has been Everything Theatre. We hope you enjoyed. Yay! <laughs>